in a world saturated with podcasts, Two Brothers, One Bible stands out as an intriguing addition to the audio landscape. Ooh, oh, that was good. What yeah, do you think yeah, about that? That's good. I don't have any idea what that means. No, no. Welcome to Two Brothers, One Bible Podcast. We are so grateful that you joined us today. And welcome to another episode of Two Brothers, One Bible Podcast. It's great to have you here today. My name is Robert Wakefield. I'm Peter Searson. And we are coming to you from a windowless room. We are. In Columbia, Tennessee. Yeah. Where New Song Baptist Church uh, is located. So if you're ever in the Columbia area, we would love for you to come and be with us. Yeah, that'd be fantastic. That would be fantastic. And if you're listening to this podcast, wherever you are uh, in the world, and we actually have someone listening that actually listened from Asia. Isn't that cool? That is cool. That yeah. is so exciting. That is just really, you know, we've most of our listeners are in uh, Middle Tennessee. Yeah. As a whole. Yeah. Um, and so, but we have listeners uh, all across the country. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know how this toy works, really, you know. <laughs> Nor do I. Yeah. <laughs> I but, just see, see what they say. Yeah, it's just really cool that, you know, I guess people really enjoy podcasts and they're searching for something new. And so people that we don't even know we're connected to. Right. You know, it's one thing to say, you know, I, I know who that is, you right. know, but then to say, hey, someone else found us somewhere else. So uh, we're we're just blessed. We're just blessed. And so and we thank you uh, for sharing this uh, podcast with your friends and family. And so and uh, be sure to leave us uh, a, a review uh, on uh, Apple Podcasts. That also helps the algorithms. How do you like that word, algorithms? I, I like that. Yeah, I don't know what it means, but they, I they think, say. I think that's his name. I think that's the guy that does it. Algorithms. Algorithms. Yeah. His yeah. name is Algorithms. Al- algorithms, yeah. <laughs> well, all right, that closes the show. Thank you yeah. so much for listening. <laughs> <Ta-da>. <laughs> does, does negative reviews help us? Well, I think any review helps. Any review. I think I think any review so, helps. speak your mind. Yeah, so if you don't like some things, it's okay. We, we won't be offended. Uh, just uh, go out there and, and leave a review for us so that it really would uh, yeah. help us out. Except for Al. Al, Al, Al has got, no, Al. Al's got some issues. <laughs> <laughs> All right. He's got some issues. Well, uh, we've, got, uh, we've got some new verses uh, from we Sandy. Do. We do. Sandy. Sandy uh, goes from, to church here at New Song. She does. And she gave us four verses that uh, mean the most to her on her Mount Rushmore. Yeah. You know, and when uh, I looked over these verses, I, I thought she did a fantastic job. I thought these she did, are, too. These are really good verses. Yeah, I thought she did. And, and you know... I want to mention this one more time. We've mentioned this before, but I never thought about this until you said it. Uh oh. <laughs> I never thought that, you know, everybody has a different way of looking at foundational verses mm. for their own personal life. Yeah. That it all means something different to every single person. It does. That's why you made fun of me for some of mine. <laughs> You said, what in the world? What are you thinking for yeah. crying out loud? But when I explained them, yes. you went, well, that makes sense. It does. Yeah. It really does. So this this is a great little series that we've been into for the for this podcast, and we appreciate you sending those on to us. Uh, so Sandy sent us this one. We're going to start with 1 Peter uh, chapter, no, yeah, 1 first, Peter 1, yeah. chapters 3 and 4. Yeah, uh, verses 3 and 4. Oh, verses 3 yeah. and 4, sorry. Yeah, no, this is this is great. You know, before we, we get to those verses, 
um, there there are those who believe that Peter wrote this letter mm-hmm. uh, to help new converts understand what they're getting into, and okay. so this was part of their you know their training wheels experience. And in fact, the 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 new the, the new church was was so keen on people understanding what their commitment to Christ was, mm-hmm. they would delay your baptism for up to two years. To, oh, they wow. wanted to see the fruit in your life. They wanted to see the evidence. Okay. And and so Sandy's not alone in identifying First Peter chapter one verses three and four. Uh, it is also called a, the panegyric of the gospel. The panegyric. Panegyric of the gospel. I have never used that word in my life. I don't know what that word means. Well, panegyric is is your public confession or your public speech. Okay, okay. And so these two verses are your public declaration oh. of who you are okay. as a believer. Panegyric. Panegyric. Pen, pen, yeah. Panegyric. Yeah. Okay, well, you know, the one thing that I love about these podcasts is yeah. that when we get together, uh-huh. you bring a word that I've never heard before. Well, well thank you. <laughs> and, and I appreciate uh, knowing this. I will use panegyric at least okay. three more times today. All right. And- <laughs> <laughs> okay. So let's get right to the verse. It yeah. says, uh, praise be to God. Let me start over. Please... <laughs> Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. In his great mercy, he has given us new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead and into an inheritance that can never perish, spoil, or fade. This inheritance is kept in heaven for you. And then he goes on in verse 5, who through faith are shielded by God's power until the coming of the salvation that it is ready to be revealed in the last time. Mm-hmm. Now that is really good stuff. Yeah, a lot of great words in, in this, <laughs> these two verses. Sure. You know, um, and um, it, it, well, it starts out with, with blessed or, mm-hmm. or praise be. Uh, it, it really takes you back to the Beatitudes where right. Jesus starts out in the Sermon on the Mount with you know, happy is the man, happy is the man. Mm-hmm. And so Peter's kind of reflecting this language. If you want true contentment in life, mm-hmm. if you want that happiness, if you want to feel blessed, then this is this is the path. This, right. is, this is how it happens. Exactly. And, and I thought it was uh, when, when Peter starts this out, he starts it off strong. His first response uh, when he considers the salvation of God mm-hmm. is praise. Yeah. And that's that's incredible, and that, that's what we, we should all feel. Um, how many pr- times? Here we go. Here's a little trivia. Oh, that's how good. many times is the word praise used in the King James version? Praise in the King James. Uh, this is from Genesis to Revelation. Uh, I'm assuming so. This is what I read this on the internet, so you know okay. it's true. That's got to be true. Then <laughs> algorithms make sure that. <laughs> wow. Uh, praise in the the word uh, praise. All right, I'm going to go with one thousand two hundred and thirty. Two hundred fourteen. Two hundred fourteen. Yeah, that's all it says. And I uh, thought that sounded low. I, yeah, that sounds low. I want to recount. Yeah. <laughs> in other translations, uh, it's five hundred forty-three. Okay. So I think, you know, I, I don't know where this came from, but the word praise is used over a hundred times in just the Psalms alone. Oh, yeah. Uh, because it's just, it's this, that big of a thing. And Bible says about praise, it's a form of worship uh, and it's an expression of, of appreciation. Yeah. 
So I thought it was just really good that uh, that he started off this whole thing kind of in a praiseworthy posture. Yeah. yeah. So. I mean, you've you've got to have the right heart to have praise, right? You know, if, if otherwise it's empty. Well, it is. You know, it, and and everybody can spot it. Mm-hmm. You know, and so yeah, if you want to have that true praise, that heart of just adoration then this is the path to it right so in verse there there in verse three praise be to uh, god and the father of our lord jesus christ in his great mercy mm. now i want to talk about his mercy for a minute please um in his great mercy has given us new birth into a living hope mm-hmm. you know mercy is really one of the most foundational things about god's character it really is because yeah. without that without him having any mercy on us at all the other stuff just really doesn't matter. No. Uh, mm. Because he had he had to have enough mercy to plan out this plan of salvation for us from the very beginning, from yeah. Adam. Yeah. Because, you know, we've talked about in earlier podcasts how God knows no time. Right. I mean, he's not constricted by that. He knew what Adam was going to do long before he did it. and But he had mercy. Yeah. And I, I just think that the... the part that uh, in his great mercy he's given us a new birth you know is, is amazing peter could have just said mercy but mm-hmm. he didn't you know king james that uses the word abundant what was the the word that you had let's see I, I, excessive ex, let's see in his great mercy great mercy yeah, this is great i mean it just it just it's kind of like you know there's i can't remember which verse it is but it talks about he lavishes it on us yeah, yeah. you know it, it's just this great outpouring that we don't deserve. We haven't earned it. No. And, and yet the, it's this overwhelming tidal wave of his mercy just comes at us. Mm-hmm. Oh, it, it's just it's just amazing. It really is. Uh, I read this in a commentary, and I wrote this down. It's, um, the, the commentator was asking, what does it look like with no mercy? Mm. And uh, he said that ch- uh, justice condemns us. Yeah. Holiness frowns upon us. Wow. Power crushes us. Mm. And truth confirms the threatening of the law, and wrath fulfills it. It's the mercy from our God that all of our hopes begin. There you go. And that's so true. And, and you know who said that? Charles Spurgeon. Wow, I like him. Yeah, he's a good one. Yeah, he's really got it going. And on. he and he's getting it right from here because sure. this is this is what Peter's saying. He says because of it, abundant mercy that that through us being born again or mm-hmm. begotten. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that we now have a living hope, right? Because right. otherwise, like Spurgeon says, we we had no hope. We had nothing. No, we had without his mercy, we have nothing. No, and gosh, you know, I, I I'm always amazed at uh, the merciful God that we serve. Yeah, I really am. Uh, talk about that begotten us again. That that those words jumped out at me when I read this. Yeah, this is kind of a, a, a word that Peter uses. He uses it again in verse 20. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's talking about us being born from above. It, okay. It's that spiritual birth. It's what Jesus talks about in John chapter John? 3. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's this this being born again. Yeah. So it's a new creation. It is a new creation. Okay. Yeah, what okay. Paul talks about in Second Corinthians. Right, right. And so I just thought I, I love that language. And then I, I wrote down a living hope mm-hmm. uh, that Jesus conquered death so that we could have this living hope. Yeah. And so that this whole verse uh, in First Peter is just really, really good. You know, that I think of all the phrases we could talk about for humanity, mm-hmm. that, that sense of no hope 
has to be the worst. Oh yeah. You know, there's, there's, there's a lot of, uh, bad situations in our world mm-hmm. uh, where people are, are victims and, and oppressed and poverty stricken. And, but you know, and I've, I've been to some of those places where it's third world and it's hard mm-hmm. living, but even in those circumstances, you still find people with hope. Right. They've got smiles. Yeah. Uh, they're joyful. Uh, there, there's nothing like worshiping in a third world church, and and they they've got nothing. Right. They're they're wearing their best, which is ratty and torn, mm-hmm. and uh, they're they're sitting on stumps or chairs with nails sticking out of them, and and there's no, I mean, we wouldn't call it a church building, right. and it may even be outside, right. But their joy is full, their hope is just exuberant, mm-hmm. and their praise is overwhelming. And and sometimes I don't even know what they're saying. It's a different language for me. But sure. tears are streaming down my face because we're all worshiping the same God. Isn't that great? Yeah. Yeah, that is so good. And it's because of the hope that we have in Jesus. It's the only way it works. Yeah. And without God's mercy, we wouldn't have that hope. Yeah. Uh, it talks about in verse four uh, that I wanted to hit off because this is really a, a big thing for me uh, and into an inheritance mm. that can never perish. Yeah, yeah. That was part of one of my verses. It was. Uh, yeah. And, and, you know, I, I talked a lot about the inheritance and, and how we are heirs. Yeah. And, and I love being joint heirs with Christ. Oh, wow. You know, we, we all would like to be uh, the recipients of an inheritance. Right. <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if our name was Rockefeller or <laughs> Getty or Carnegie, and, right. you know, and so we're on the list, we, you know, in. <laughs> and, uh, and, and dear Robert gets a dollar. It's, you know? it's one buck. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Good luck to you. <laughs> but, you know, we, we didn't deserve this inheritance. No. And, and, you know, we didn't expect to get written into the will. No. And, and yeah. so it's, it's kind of this, you know, so so I get hope and and I get mercy and I get to be adopted in the family of God and I get an inheritance and I too. get an inheritance and he goes on to say in, in Peter too that um, it can never perish spoil or fade yeah any any kind of inheritance that we get on this earth yeah fades away yeah it spoils it goes away it's it's no good after a while yeah. Uh, you can get the biggest man. You can be willed the biggest mansion on the planet. Yeah. It, it'll fall. It'll eventually fall in. You know, I I, I love Peter using these adjectives because mm-hmm. he, he could have really made the verse a lot shorter. He mm-hmm. could could have said just mercy, but he says abundant mercy. He could have just said hope, but he says a living hope. Mm-hmm. He could have just said inheritance, but he describes it with those three words. Right. That it's incorruptible, that meaning there's there's no seed of death. There's nothing that's going to make it perish or fall away. Mm-hmm. That, that it's undefiled, it's pure, it's radiant, it's brilliant. There, there's no tarnish in it at all. Right. And then it's not going to fade. Yeah. It's not going anywhere. It, it's it's not gonna. It's not like the grass is here today and it withers tomorrow. It's not like the flowers that you give your your loved one and and then they're they're dead. It, it, it's not fading. It's not going away. Right. And then he wraps it up saying, you've got a reservation. <laughs> I like that. You've got yeah. a reservation. That's exactly what he says. Uh, this inheritance is kept in heaven for you. Yeah. There's a seat with my name on it. Wow. And your name is not Algorithm. No, it's not. No, I changed it legally. <laughs> 
Yes, you did. <laughs> yes, you did. But you're right. It, your name is written in the book of life, yeah. and, and the inheritance is kept in heaven uh, for you who through faith are shielded by God's power until the coming of the salvation. Oh, wow. It's Sandy, uh, you picked a good one. Good one. Great, you, great. You, Mount Rushmore verse. That's a fabulous Mount Rushmore verse. And we would love to hear your Mount Rushmore verses. So you can send that to our uh, email address, Two Brothers One Bible. That's all one word spelled out. Two Brothers One Bible at gmail.com. So thanks so much for listening to another episode of Two Brothers One Bible podcast. I'm Robert Wakefield. I'm Peter Searson. We appreciate you listening and God bless. I just want to thank everyone for listening to today's podcast. We really do appreciate it. And Peter, we have a special announcement that we would like to make. That's right, Robert. We want to invite everyone to come to New Song Praise Fest in Columbia, Tennessee on May the 4th. This is an all-day Christian music festival, and we would love for you to come and enjoy the day. Oh, that's right. And Praise Fest has five acts coming this year, including Rhett Walker. And closing the night out will be the former lead singer of Third Day, Mac Powell. What sounds good. Well, consider this your personal invitation to be with us at New Song Praise Fest on Saturday, May the 4th. And for tickets and all other information that you may need, visit newsongpraisefest.com. <laughs>